Welcome to Dan Dan the Pearman Podcast, brought to you by all things strange, unusual, and unknown in the world. Take a walk with me, your host Dan, as we explore the world of the strange, unusual, unexplained, and the unknown. During our time together, we will look at facts, findings, experiences, and research of current and past encounters. It is my pleasure and passion of the supernatural and unknown that has sparked this podcast to life in a small city in central Michigan. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into today's episode. Episode 4, The Mothman, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, may only be 3.1 square miles, but the town is full of history all its own. Point Pleasant can be found at the junction of the Ohio River and the Kanawha River, with a population of just over 4,000, recorded by a 2021 census. On October 10, 1774, the Battle of Point Pleasant occurred fought on the future site of the town. Over 1,000 Virginia militiamen, led by Colonel Andrew Lewis, defeated a roughly equal force of an Algonquin confederation of Shawnee and Mingo warriors who were led by Shawnee Chief Cornstalk. The event is celebrated locally as the first battle of the American Revolutionary War, and in 1908 the U.S. Senate authorized erection of a local monument to commemorate it as such. However, most historians regard it not as a battle of the revolution, but as part of Lord Dunmar's war. On October 10, 1974, the town of Point Pleasant celebrated the 200th anniversary of the Battle of Point Pleasant. Due to the town being built over the original site of Fort Randolph, There was a replica fort built in 1973 to 1974 and was dedicated as part of the festivities of the 200th anniversary. Point Pleasant, West Virginia is the hometown to some notable people, including Samuel B. Clemens and his wife Pamela, grandparents to celebrated author Mark Twain. After migrating from Campbell County, Virginia, It is said that Samuel was killed in 1805 by a falling log during a house raising. Also, Carl Propes, who was an engineer in the automotive industry, credited for the design of the Jeep, was born in Point Pleasant. Ray Stevens, pro wrestler and 2021 WWE Hall of Fame inductee, calls Point Pleasant home. And also, Shawnee Chief Cornstalk was taken prisoner and later killed by a mob at Fort Randolph on November 10, 1777. But the number one person or creature that Point Pleasant, West Virginia is known for is the Mothman. A lone set of headlights drifted down a dark West Virginia road on November 15, 1966. The car was a black 1957 Chevy Bel Air and was being driven by a local named Roger Scarberry. It was near midnight, and Scarberry was driving back to the town of Point Pleasant with his wife Linda and their friends, Steve and Mary Millette. The two couples 
were passing close to an abandoned TNT munitions plant used during World War II. Suddenly, Steve noticed two glowing lights in the distance. Standing by the road was a tall, humanoid figure, nearly seven feet in height, with wings folded on its back. Its eyes were bright red, and it appeared to have no neck. As the car got closer, the creature slowly walked away from the road. Scarberry slammed his foot down on the pedal and sped off. What had they just seen? It was almost human, but the size, those eyes, and the wings? What kind of creature like that even exists? Scarberry turned south onto Route 62 and proceeded further down the road. As they ascended up a small slope, the panic in their minds once again ensued. On the far left of the pavement stood the same creature. It was as though it was hunting them, stalking its prey in the night. The car's headlights flashed upon it, and the creature spread its wings, darting into the sky. A high-pitched screech could be heard from behind as Scarberry began to increase the car's speed. The mullets turned their heads and saw it flying through the air, soaring straight towards their vehicle. Scarberry pressed harder on the pedal, and the car began exceeding over 100 miles per hour. Despite Roger's efforts, the creature was able to keep up, flying at fast speeds without even flapping its wings. By the time they got to Point Pleasant, the creature was gone. The couples were in a state of shock and fear, not believing what they had seen. After they felt they were safe, the group debated whether they should report the incident to the police. They thought it was unlikely their claims would be believed, so they decided to further investigate. They went back north up Route 62, but gave up on the idea after driving a short distance. Scarberry began to turn the car around, and the couples noticed a dead dog lying next to the road. The sound of something hitting the back of the car was heard as they passed by it, causing them to shudder. The thing flopped and sputtered against the trunk before falling to the pavement. It darted away from the vehicle and disappeared into an adjacent field. They drove into town and pulled into a diner, asking for the owners to call the police. Deputy Millard Halstead arrived shortly afterwards. He had known all four individuals and didn't perceive them as troublemakers, but their claims left him baffled. All he knew was that the fear in their eyes were real. Police investigated the munitions site, but nothing was found. Although the police reported strange, static sounds emitting from their radios, the Scarberries and the Mollets were interviewed separately, being asked to describe the incident and provide a sketch of the figure they had seen. Their statements and drawings corroborated each other. Linda Scarberry had to be treated medically for shock following the incident. She later claimed to have been visited by strange men in black suits. They asked about her encounter with the creature and warned her not to discuss what she witnessed with anyone. A local newspaper published an article on the couple's story a day later. Numerous more sightings of the creature were soon reported by other residents around Point Pleasant. Three days before the couple's encounter, five men were digging graves for burial at a cemetery in the nearby town of Clendenin. One of the men, Kenneth Duncan, claimed to have witnessed a large man-like figure with wings emerge from the trees and fly down low over their heads. A woman by the name of Marcella Bennett and her infant daughter had been visiting a friend who lived close to the old munitions dump. 
As she was approaching her vehicle to leave, she saw a tall, dark figure with glowing red eyes standing beside her car. She dropped her baby out of fear, quickly picking her up and running back into the house. Throughout the night, the creature peeked through the windows of the house. By the time police arrived, it was gone. Bennett claims to have seen that creature at her own house several nights following the encounter. A local contractor by the name of Newell Partridge claimed to have seen the creature in a meadow close to his home. He shined a light at it, later mentioning its eyes glowing red like bicycle reflectors. Partridge's German Shepherd ran after the creature, but never returned. Another local resident named Connie Carpenter claimed to have been driving home from church when she saw something fly straight towards her vehicle, nearly causing her to crash. She said its eyes were as red as the devil. Like Linda Scarberry, Carpenter also claimed to have had an encounter with men in black suits. Over 100 sightings of the creature were reported over the course of nearly a year. Armed residents of Point Pleasant went on to hunt for the creature, which had eventually been given the name Mothman. In early December, witnesses claimed to have seen Mothman hovering over the silver bridge that lies above the Ohio River and spans from Point Pleasant to Galapagos, Ohio. Traffic levels on the bridge were high around 5 p.m. December 15, 1967. It was around this time that the bridge suddenly collapsed. A total of 37 vehicles fell into the freezing water, resulting in 46 deaths. Sightings of Mothman rapidly decreased following the bridge's collapse. Many people began to speculate that Mothman was responsible for the Silver Bridge's destruction. Others believed the creature acted only as a warning. Alleged sightings of Mothman have been reported around the world at times that preceded mass tragedies. Some examples include the collapse of the mine in Freiburg, Germany, the Chernobyl explosion, the collapse of the I-35 West Bridge in Mississippi, and even the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Many locals believe the Mothman lived in a vacant nuclear power plant outside of the town, even perhaps being an escaped product of some sort of government experiment. In 1975, writer John Keel wrote a book titled The Mothman Prophecies, linking the bridge collapse with the sightings. In it, Keel suggested that the sightings were merely bad omens about the impeding bridge collapse. In 2002, Hollywood converted the book into a movie starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney, thus exploding the West Virginia legend onto the national stage. The small town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, then fully embraced its most famous resident, welcoming the annual Mothman Festival in 2002, installing a 13-foot metallic statue of the creature in 2003, and opening the Mothman Museum and Research Center in 2005. Charles Humphreys, a native of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and an investigator of the Mothman back in the 1960s, became executive director of Main Street Point Pleasant, which is a group that was tasked with reviving the town after it had fallen on hard times. After realizing that the 2002 movie had made the town newsworthy again, that gave Charles an idea. All at once, it just hit me. Point Pleasant 
needed Mothman, he said. Not exactly the real monster, but a statue of it. Humphreys enlisted the help of a retired local welder, Bob Roach, who made the creature from stainless steel. Roach at first turned the offer down, but called Charles back the following day, asking, what does the Mothman even look like? Bob Roach talked to natives of the town to get ideas of the creature's appearance and soon began working on the statue that took a year to construct. The completed sculpture was monstrous and looked like he could tear someone in two with upper and lower fangs, a hairy chest with six-pack abs, clawed hands and feet, and ghastly wings that rise 13 feet high. It has a braided mullet and red eyes the size of footballs that are mirrored inside so that they glow at night in reflected light. Most sightings may have abruptly ended in 1967 until one evening in November 2016 when a man was traveling down State Route 2 and saw something jumping from tree to tree. He pulled off the road and snapped some pictures. The man declined an on-camera interview but was very adamant that the pictures had not been doctored. He also stated that he had recently moved to Point Pleasant for work and knew nothing about the legend. Looking at the pictures, the creature appears to have wings with pointed tips and long legs bent at an awkward angle. Carolyn Harris, a Point Pleasant local, believes the pictures could be real, as there have been other sightings over the years. She also says, I definitely know the Mothman is real. Harris has owned the Mothman Diner in Point Pleasant for 48 years, and she also helped start the Mothman Festival. She says that first responders and the sheriff's department that she talked to has definitely made a believer out of her. Harris mentions that she has met many Mothman believers over the years who have visited her diner, including a couple, Karen and Ralph Smith, who were traveling from Florida to Pennsylvania and decided to take a detour and stop at the Mothman Museum and the Mothman Diner. Karen Smith said that she hopes that she can add herself into the believer category. She goes on to say, You have eyewitnesses. It does have the potential to be real, and I want to believe. Local Mothman expert and Mothman Museum owner Jeff Wamsley said, With modern technology, it's almost impossible to know for sure if the pictures are real. But whether real or not, the benefits the legend brings to the town of Point Pleasant are very real. Even though the legends and sightings hail from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, there have recently been sightings in other locations, including back in the fall of 2020 when a postal worker spotted a winged man-creature at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. 17-year veteran of the U.S. Postal Service said, I saw that this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature, and what appeared to be a coat was actually wings, which it was spread out as it turned to look at me. She was walking to her car after leaving work one night when she had spotted a seven-foot-tall, red-eyed creature striding towards her. She then stated that the figure then flew above her, emitting a screeching sound as she hurried to her car and drove away. It is said that the Mothman has been spotted quite a bit around Chicago in the last few years, with the first appearance in 2011 
Since then, the sightings are mainly around O'Hare International Airport in Lake Michigan. If you compile all the sightings together, a common theme takes shape. He is a tall figure, usually 6 to 10 feet, with red glowing eyes. He is a humanoid figure that reminds witnesses of a bat or an owl. He is often seen flying near trees, sometimes chasing people and making hissing or clicking noises, or a chirping sound followed by a screech reported from the USPS employee in Chicago. Sometimes he screams, sometimes he stands and stares, or just simply flies overhead. He often leaves eyewitnesses with an impending feeling of fear and doom. No matter how many people believe, there are always more who are skeptical. With that being said, most skeptics are claiming that Mothman is a bird of sorts. In 1966, a biologist suggested that the Mothman sighting in West Virginia was due to a sandhill crane who had wandered off from its usual migratory route. Sandhill cranes are tall birds with six-foot wingspans. They migrate high in the sky, roost in ponds and lakes, and have red markings around their eyes. They are also very noisy birds that make rattling cries. Or it could be an owl. These nocturnal birds have glowing eyes, and some, like the great horned owl, can have wingspans of over four feet. Sandhill cranes are also common to the Chicago area. They are often sighted near bodies of water, and according to Wildlife Illinois, sandhill cranes are attracted to open areas and can pose a nuisance near airports. So after hearing all these facts and findings, ask yourself, do I believe or is this just another myth of local folklore? Either way, if you find yourself in the Point Pleasant, West Virginia area, maybe take a detour to the local museum, the only Mothman museum in the world, where you can shop the largest collection of Mothman souvenirs and memorabilia, and even look at all of the police reports, pictures, eyewitness reports that they have at the museum. Or plan a weekend there for the Mothman Festival, which is set to take place September 16th and 17th, 2023. The Mothman Festival brings in guest speakers, vendors, live bands, festival food, a Mothman hayride, cosplay, even the Men in Black, bus tours of the TNT area, the Mothman 5K. It is kid-friendly and fun for everyone, but they suggest leaving your dog with a sitter. The locals say you aren't going to want to miss it. Thank you all for tuning in to Episode 4, The Mothman. And if you are interested in hearing more from Dan Dan the Paraman, please like and follow us for more fun facts, findings, and experiences of current and past strange, unusual, and unknown encounters. You can like and follow us on any of the streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music, and more. You can also follow us on Instagram at DanDanThePairManPodcast. Check out our website at DanDanThePairManPodcast.Buzzsprout.com or email us at DanDanThePairManPodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find this information in the show notes as well. Tune in next week for another episode of fun facts, findings, and experiences of current and past strange, unusual, and unknown encounters.